Casey Cagle. Thanks for joining us this morning. Good to be with you, Tim. Fly around the state yesterday. Uh, tell me about that. Well, it was great. We hit nine stops uh, across Georgia and great crowds at every one of them. And we're very excited going into Election Day and working hard all the way up to 7 o'clock tonight. I was talking, as we mentioned, we spoke with uh, uh, Secretary of State Brian Kemp earlier this morning. Kind of the same question here, that irrespective of who wins and loses, in the course of a campaign, things get rough. Uh, And among those who sometimes are, are, shall we say, uh, collateral damage, the families, Uh, the people who aren't running for anything. Brian Kemp has a wife and kids. They aren't running for anything. They're out there working for their dad. Same with your family. Uh, We don't talk about those people enough. Well, you're exactly right, and it is the toughest on the family, and certainly my mom. I told her I'm going to send her out of town, and she doesn't stop watching the news. Uh, So it is difficult, and it's a challenge, but, you know, in these races, you're in the arena, and when you're in that arena, you have punches that are being thrown, and after it's all said and done, you shake hands, and find a way to unite and move the party forward. Well, about that, uh, if, again, this, this thing's going to go one way or the other, and we'll know in a matter of hours, one of you is going to be the Republican nominee. There are going to be some hurt feelings on the part of the uh, the, the candidate, and certainly the, the supporters uh, for the campaign that doesn't come out on top tonight. Can the Republicans, uh, whether it's you, whether it's Brian Kemp, can the Republicans pull together and do what's necessary to win in November? Well, I don't think there's any question. We don't have a choice. When you look at the Democrat that's out there, this is a person who very much is prone to be a very much a socialist, and we've got to unite in order to win. And obviously, we're going to be focused on doing that, and we believe we're going to be victorious tonight, and we're going to be the best candidate to win in November. All right, uh, Casey Cagle, Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle with us on this runoff election day. Look, you've seen the polls the same as I have. You have internal polls I haven't seen. Uh, and maybe they tell you something different, but the polls that we're looking at uh, indicate a couple of things. Uh, Brian Kemp is leading in all of them, and Brian Kemp has, I, I gather, had most of the momentum since May 22nd, the day of the primary. Uh, a, do you reflect on those polls? Do you believe in those polls? And, and B, if so, why? Why is Brian Kemp leading in those polls? Well, obviously, it's very difficult to say that polls have any indication on what's going on. If that is true, you would not have President uh, Trump uh, right now as the president of the United States. Uh, The same would be true with Karen Handel and even Sonny Perdue, for that matter. We expect it to be very close, uh, no different than Governor Deal. It was about 2,500 votes that separated he and Karen Handel, and so it's all about turnout. It's about you getting your people back to the polls, and we had 237,000 votes in the primary. We believe if we can turn those people back out, then we'll obviously have a great night tonight. How do you do that, by the way? Every candidate will say that, especially in these runoffs. Uh, Turnout's typically going to be lower anyway. Uh, Well, we got to get our people out, Uh, not not really about changing hearts and minds, just about getting your people back to the polls. How do you do that? What's the... What are the mechanics involved in that? Well, it's a very sophisticated process uh, today, and there's obviously a a different tactics that is used, particularly with social media, which is so powerful. But also there's hand-to-hand touches. Uh, When you look at the door knocking and the operation that we put in place, we've had uh, actually over 40,000 doors that were touched uh, just this week. 
And then phone calls as well, those personal touches um, that are live calls from volunteers, from me. Uh, Facebook is a very powerful tool, uh, being able to answer people's questions as well. But you ID your voters, and then you want to make sure that you're calling them to turn them back out, and that's exactly what we've done. We've got a strong ground game, and I'm very, very thankful for all of our supporters across the state. What is your understanding? You mentioned the the Trump endorsement, which came just a couple of days after you managed uh, to pull in the endorsement of Governor Nathan Deal. What do you think happened there? I I asked Brian Kemp about it earlier this morning. He's scratching his head. He didn't know it was coming, and, and suddenly there's this tweet there. What's your understanding of what went into that? Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I scratch my head as well. We are on a call with the White House every week, and obviously none of them had had any indication whatsoever that he was going to endorse. Uh, and, and I'm not going to speculate. You know, I think there's a lot of speculation that's going on. But at the end of the day, this is what I know. Governor Deal knows his state better than anybody else, and he has governed it uh, in a way that has created great economic prosperity, and I've been honored to partner with him hand-in-hand in order to do that. And so as a result, he said one thing, I know both candidates, and there's one person that I have faith and trust in that's going to be able to move this state forward, and that's Casey Cagle. And I think the, the voters of Georgia trust and respect Governor Deal and know that his motives are pure. One of the things I ask is that deal endorsement was coming out, the endorsement from the governor there. Great, but couldn't you have used it a couple of weeks earlier when early voting started? By the time he gets around to making that endorsement, we could say the same about President Trump with Brian Kemp. By the time you make those endorsements, two-thirds of the people who are going to vote early, which, which may be 50 percent of the overall turnout, those folks have already cast ballots. Well, we felt very good, and our internal showed that we were winning the early vote, and and certainly we believe that you know the Trump uh, endorsement coming somewhat late is going to have. Uh, I mean, it's going to cut both ways, and obviously we had to create a different strategy, um, and we did, and I believe that it will be very beneficial today. Casey Cagle, Lieutenant Governor, candidate for governor, the Clay Tippins tape. I mean, if we if we remember this 20, 25, 30, 40, 50 years from now, we're going to remember that Clay Tippins audio. You're in that room. You're there for about an hour, a couple of three days after the May 22nd primary. You obviously don't know you're being recorded. Uh, suddenly you hear the things you said that, that admittedly, I think you would say, don't make you sound very good, put you in and don't exactly cast you in a positive light. Uh, what's your reaction? Action to that? How have you fought to overcome that? Well, obviously, this is an individual who did come into my office, and we were having a conversation about his endorsement of my campaign. And he came there under false pretense, which was pretty clear um, now. And he said, I want to have a confidential man to man conversation. And Obviously, that was not the case. And it's very disappointing. And the other thing that's disappointing is the fact that. You know, he has clipped and and sliced and diced those tapes in a a way to make me look like someone that I'm not. And it is frustrating. We've had to battle through it. And, you know, the other camp obviously has endorsed that. And this is very problematic. I mean, we need to have diversity of thought and have the freedom to be able to express uh, views. And I think everyone, you know, if, if you are being recorded, would probably phrase things a little bit differently. Um, but again, when you're talking about the governor of the state of Georgia, you need to be able to trust them 
not to be secretly recording every conversation that you're you're having because it's very difficult to uh, to sort through issues and sometimes you know there's frankness that needs to be said and um, you know and it's regretful but at the end of the day you know we move on and we move on with you know with with the record that we have which obviously is the most conservative uh, candidate in the race by the way and we could casey cagle with uh, talk about at least one aspect of that recording that hasn't been discussed much everybody focuses on the first batch of tape that came out there bad policy versus good politics and then the second one that this is about big guns and big trucks and that nobody's focusing or i haven't heard much discussion i want to focus for a moment here about the last batch we got that dealt with poverty somehow and i don't know how this happens and it but, but the, the Kemp folks and the folks who are critical of you and your campaign take words that you said on that tape about wanting to fight poverty and trying to cut the poverty rate in half, and they try to spin that into some kind of negative, some reason to vote against Casey Cagle. What are you trying to say there? Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it is frustrating. I mean, obviously, you know, you have to have this country club Republican style uh, of, of approach of governing that doesn't understand the number of people that are challenged, and particularly in Athens. And I think you recognize that we have 40-plus percent poverty rates that exist in, in Athens, uh, Clark County, and this is unacceptable. And, the, and we can either you know, continue to see the, uh, a, a public policy that allows people to be trapped in a set of circumstances of entitlement, or we can fight to ensure that we're giving kids a better alternative and a better choice than being in poverty. And that's why the College and Career Academy that I created in there in, in Clark County is being so transformational because we're giving kids the ability to make forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. This is how you lift people up. I believe in a safety net, but it's a safety net doesn't need to become a hammock for people to rest in. It needs to be a springboard that lifts them up. And I think this is a very defining moment in the campaign because my opponent doesn't understand that, um, doesn't understand the public policy aspects because he doesn't have a record on education. He doesn't have a real record on tax policy along with economic development. I do. I know what levers need to be pulled, and I know the building blocks that need to be built in order to create the rising tide that lifts all boats where no one's left behind. Casey Cagle, Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle, best of luck today. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for your time this morning. Love to have the votes of your listeners. Thank you so much, Tim. Casey Cagle, thanks for joining us this morning. Good to be with you, Tim. Now, fly around the state yesterday. Uh, tell me about that. Well, it was great. We hit nine stops uh, across Georgia and great crowds at every one of them, and we're very excited going into Election Day and working hard all the way up to 7 o'clock tonight. I was talking, as we mentioned, we spoke with uh, uh, Secretary of State Brian Kemp earlier this morning. Kind of the same question here, that irrespective of who wins and loses, in the course of a campaign, things get rough. Uh, and among those who sometimes are, are shall we say, uh, collateral damage, the families, uh, the people who aren't running for anything. Brian Kemp has a wife and kids. They aren't running for anything. They're out there working for their dad. Same with your family. Uh, we don't talk about those people enough. Well, you're exactly right, and it is the toughest on the family, and certainly my mom. I told her I'm going to send her out of town, and she doesn't stop watching the news. 
so it is difficult and it's a challenge. But, you know, in these races, you're in the arena. And when you're in that arena, you have punches that are being thrown. And after it's all said and done, you shake hands and find a way to unite and move the party forward. Well, about that, uh, if, again, this, this thing's going to go one way or the other, and we'll know in a matter of hours, one of you is going to be the Republican nominee. There are going to be some hurt feelings on the part of the uh, the, the candidate, certainly the, the supporters uh, for the campaign that doesn't come out on top tonight. Can the Republicans, uh, whether it's you, whether it's Brian Kemp, can the Republicans pull together and do what's necessary to win in November? Well, I don't think there's any question. We don't have a choice. When you look at the Democrat that's out there, this is a person who very much is prone to be a very much a socialist, and we've got to unite in order to win. And obviously, we're going to be focused on doing that, and we believe we're going to be victorious tonight, and we're going to be the best candidate to win in November. All right, uh, Casey Cagle, Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle with us on this runoff election day. Look, you've seen the polls the same as I have. You have internal polls I haven't seen, uh, and maybe they tell you something different. But the polls that we're looking at uh, indicate a couple of things. Uh, Brian Kemp is leading in all of them, and Brian Kemp has, I, I gather, had most of the momentum since May 22nd, the day of the primary. Uh, a, do you reflect on those polls? Do you believe in those polls? And, and B, if so, why? Why is Brian Kemp leading in those polls? Well, obviously, it's very difficult to say that polls have any indication on what's going on. If that is true, you would not have President uh, Trump uh, right now as the president of the United States. Uh, The same would be true with Karen Handel and even Sonny Perdue, for that matter. We expect it to be very close, uh, no different than Governor Deal. It was about 2,500 votes that separated he and Karen Handel. And so it's all about turnout. It's about you getting your people back to the polls. And we had 237,000 votes in the primary. We believe if we can turn those people back out, then we'll obviously have a great night tonight. How do you do that, by the way? Every candidate will say that, especially in these runoffs. Uh, Turnout's typically going to be lower anyway. Uh, Well, we got to get our people out. Uh, Not not really about changing hearts and minds. It's about getting your people back to the polls. How do you do that? What's the... What are the mechanics involved in that? Well, it's a very sophisticated process uh, today, and there's obviously a a different tactics that is used, particularly with social media, which is so powerful. But also there's hand-to-hand touches. Uh, When you look at the door knocking and the operation that we've put in place, we've had uh, actually over 40,000 doors that were touched uh, just this week. And then phone calls as well, those personal touches um, that are live calls from volunteers, from me. Uh, Facebook is a very powerful tool, uh, being able to answer people's questions as well. But you ID your voters, and then you want to make sure that you're calling them to turn them back out, and that's exactly what we've done. We've got a strong ground game and I'm very, very thankful for all of our supporters across the state. What is your understanding? You mentioned the, the Trump endorsement, which came just a couple of days after you managed uh, the, to pull in the endorsement of Governor Nathan Deal. What do you think happened there? I, I asked Brian Kemp about it earlier this morning. He's scratching his head. He didn't know it was coming, and, and suddenly there's this tweet there. What's your understanding of what went into that? Well, <laughs> I, I tend to agree. I scratch my head as well. We are on a call with the White House every week, and obviously none of them had had any indication whatsoever that he was going to endorse. Uh, And and I'm not going to speculate. You know, I think there's a lot of speculation that's going on, but at the end of the day, this is what I know. Governor Deal 
knows his state better than anybody else. And he has governed it uh, in a way that has created great economic prosperity. And I've been honored to partner with him hand in hand in order to do that. And so as a result, he said one thing. I know both candidates, and there's one person that I have faith and trust in that's going to be able to move this state forward, and that's Casey Cagle. And I think the, the voters of Georgia trust and respect Governor Deal and know that his motives are pure. One of the things I ask is that Deal endorsement was coming out, the endorsement from the governor there. Great, but couldn't you have used it a couple of weeks earlier when early voting started? By the time he gets around to making that endorsement, we can say the same about President Trump with Brian Kemp. By the time you make those endorsements, two-thirds of the people who are going to vote early, which, which may be 50 percent of the overall turnout, those folks have already cast ballots. Well, we felt very good, and our internal showed that we were winning the early vote, and and certainly we believe that you know the Trump uh, endorsement coming somewhat late is going to have. Uh, I mean, it's going to cut both ways, and obviously we had to create a different strategy, um, and we did, and I believe that it will be very beneficial today. Casey Cagle, Lieutenant Governor, candidate for governor, the Clay Tippins tape. I mean, if we if we remember this. 20, 25, 30, 40, 50 years from now, we're going to remember that Clay Tippins audio. You're in that room. You're there for about an hour, a couple of three days after the May 22nd primary. You obviously don't know you're being recorded. Uh, suddenly you hear the things you said that, that admittedly, I think you would say, don't make you sound very good, put you in and don't exactly cast you in a positive light. Uh, what's your reaction to that? How have you fought to overcome that? Well, obviously, this is an individual who did come into my office, and we were having a conversation about his endorsement of my campaign. And he came there under false pretense, which was pretty clear um, now. And he said, I want to have a confidential man-to-man conversation. And obviously, that was not the case. And it's very disappointing. And the other thing that's disappointing is the fact that you know, he has clipped and, and sliced and diced those tapes in a, a way to make me look like someone that I'm not. And it is it is frustrating. We've had to battle through it. And, you know, the other camp obviously has endorsed that. And this is very problematic. I mean, we need to have diversity of thought and have the freedom to be able to express uh, views. And I think everyone, you know, if, if you are being recorded, would probably phrase things a little bit differently. Um, but again, when you're talking about the governor of the state of Georgia, you need to be able to trust them not to be secretly recording every conversation that you're, you're having because it's very difficult to, uh, to sort through issues. And sometimes, you know, there's frankness that needs to be said. And um, you know, and it's regretful, but at the end of the day, you know, we move on and we move on with, you know, with, with the record that we have, which obviously is the most conservative uh, candidate in the race. By the way, we could, Casey Cagle, uh, talk about at least one aspect of that recording that hasn't been discussed much. Everybody focuses on the first batch of tape that came out there, bad policy versus good politics. And then the second one, that this is about big guns and big trucks and that. Nobody's focusing, or I haven't heard much discussion. I want to focus for a moment here about the last batch we got that dealt with poverty. Somehow, and I don't know how this happens, and it, but but the the Kemp folks and the folks who are critical of you and your campaign take words that you said on that tape about wanting to fight poverty and trying to cut the poverty rate in half, and they try to spin that into some kind of negative, some reason to vote against Casey Cagle. What are you trying to say there? Yeah, well, yeah, it's it is frustrating. I mean, obviously, you know, you have you have 
this country club Republican style uh, of, of approach of governing that doesn't understand the number of people that are challenged, and particularly in Athens. And I think you recognize that we have 40-plus percent poverty rates that exist in, in Athens, uh, Clark County, and this is unacceptable. And, the, and we can either you know, continue to see the, uh, a, a public policy that allows people to be trapped in a set of circumstances of entitlement, or we can fight to ensure that we're giving kids a better alternative and a better choice than being in poverty. And that's why the College and Career Academy that I created in there in, in Clark County is being so transformational because we're giving kids the ability to make forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. This is how you lift people up. I believe in a safety net, but it's a safety net it doesn't need to become a hammock for people to rest in. It needs to be a springboard that lifts them up. And I think this is a very defining moment in the campaign because my opponent doesn't understand that, um, doesn't understand the public policy aspects because he doesn't have a record on education. He doesn't have a real record on tax policy along with economic development. I do. I know what levers need to be pulled, and I know the building blocks that need to be built in order to create the rising tide that lifts all boats where no one's left behind. Casey Cagle, Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle, best of luck today. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for your time this morning. Love to have the votes of your listeners. Thank you so much, Tim.